81 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are most excited for these Streets of New Capenna previews oh, that are coming yes. out, or maybe you're more about the Streets of New Capenna story, we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, Streets of New Capenna previews are officially in full I swing. I thought you were going to say they were afoot. They are, they are afoot. <laughs> streets of <laughs> Streets of New Capenna previews are afoot. afoot. Something's afoot, and we're here to investigate it while high on some halo. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a magical substance in short supply, Maria. Oh, right. And what is it? It's it do? not drugs. It enhances my magical abilities. Yes. Mm, interesting. Um, also, <laughs> reminds me of Ether. Actually, is what it kind of reminds oh, yeah, it me does the remind most. Remind me of Ether. Um, we've got a preview card coming up on Wednesday, so we're not going to talk Whoa. about it in this video, but you can check it what? out on our YouTube channel, <laughs> youtube.com slash goodluckhighfive if you want to see that. tragedy that we're not talking about it for you in this video, I know, but, but we are. we're giving you another video, so yeah, truly, you know, you are benefiting from our yes. pain. <laughs> yes. And does it cause us pain to make a video? I yes. mean, minimal, <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> Before we get started, though, we have some people to thank. And first and foremost amongst them are you, our patrons of the show. Thank you so much to every single one of you who is a patron. Yeah. And especially to our two new patrons in the past week, Ashley and Bob. Yay, thank you. Thank you so much, Ashley and Bob. It truly means so, so much to us that you chose this past week to become a patron. You, listeners who are not patrons yet, you could be like Ashley or like Bob and become a patron. Yes. And Bob did something very smart, which was buy the entire year up front. Yeah. Which you totally can. And you get a huge discount. Yeah. So. Instead of being like five bucks a month, you can just be like five bucks for 12 months all at once. Yeah. Get a discount on it. You're still supporting the show, which means so much to us. Um, so, yeah, you know. Think about it. Check it out at patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Shout out as well to Card Kingdom for being an yeah. incredible sponsor. You can check them out at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. The best place to buy anything you might need for yes. magic. Someone texted me yesterday being like, I'm thinking about getting back into magic. What should I play? And I, all I did was I went to Card Kingdom's website and I sent them. I was like, here's Card Kingdom's pre-con commanders. Yeah. Uh, commander decks. Uh, here's the magic pre-con commander decks that you could get from them here's all of the challenger decks that you could get from them they have like, everything it, they have everything there yeah if you are just getting started if you know someone who's just getting started yeah head and on over to card you kingdom. can uh pre-order streets of new capenna right now from card hot. kingdom as well hot, if you hot, want hot. a box of cards to crack open draft with your friends do whatever you do i'm not gonna judge yeah. you uh but the i will judge you if you don't get it from card kingdom <laughs> there you go <laughs> don't feel my wrath Shop at Card Kingdom. Card Kingdom. Don't feel Maria's wrath. <laughs> Just another great awesome tagline from us <laughs> to you, Card Kingdom. It's all free, you know? You know? <laughs> okay, Maria, first up, though, is the Scryfall Randomizer. All right. Ooh, fetch the a random card. <laughs> well, thank you. That sounds so fancy. Oh, you know this card. Do I, though? That's you a, do. We always say, you You're might know this know one. This you're going to know this one. Oh, this one. This Is this uh, Zatulpa? This isn't Zatulpa. This is the 1010. Yeah. It big, it's, it's a big it's a big boy. This is a big, big dinosaur. Girl. Dinosaur. Yeah. T-Rex. 
that's the art it's yeah. a giant t-rex it's a giant from t-rex from the end <laughs> it's a big one um gosh what was it about it i remember it being a 10 10 and i remember being like if you can do this in draft you've kind of done it yes so i can't remember what the condition was do you remember which color this dino is green yeah uh so this is galta primal galta. hunger 10 green green for a 12 12 trample 12 12 okay this spell cost x less to cast where x is the total power of creatures you could okay yeah that's right that's what it was pretty spicy card i loved that card yeah very good slap a colossal dread maw down slap this buddy down right afterwards absolutely yeah very sick i was very sad that the that the colossal dread maw secret lair was in fact an april fool uh because (laughs) all i want i just think that would be so funny is just one billion colossal dread maws all right, check Fancy it out. Ones. Here's your random art, Whoa. Megan. This is wild. Okay, this is um, this looks like a person or maybe a statue that is a flame. <laughs> we only see their face, really. Their face in one arm, and it looks like it's made of stone, and they are a flame, and they are trying to like reach into a swirling blue mist, which is reaching back and like touching a finger to their lips, like shh, <laughs> shh, don't speak. Um, do you know what? I'm going to guess that this is, is this something like blue elemental blast? Ooh, let me, let me, it feels the name like, for you. it feels like a blue counter spell that is specific to red cards. Well, you are, you're very close. Honestly, the name of this card is Sage's dowsing. It's from morning tide. Okay. All right. So uh, uh, it's a blue card. Yes, it's blue. And I'm going to say it, it's a counter spell and it, yeah yeah and it counters a red spell okay great guess because what this does is it's a tribal instant okay wizard counter target spell unless its controller pays three if you control a wizard draw a card oh so it's it's another condition like you mentioned it's just not the color of the the spell and it's it's the most obvious this is a counter spell of all time with the weird wind entity i i just water entity can't get over this finger on its face like don't touch me weird elemental no it's touching you (laughs) it's saying it's time to talk about all these new mechanics. Yes, we're going to talk Streets of New Capenna uh, mechanics right now because that's a great way to kind of dive into the cards. First thing, uh, yeah. we've seen a whole lot of them previewed so far since the debut last Thursday. Wizards put out a special debut video. You yeah. can check it on their Twitch channel or their YouTube channel now if you missed it live. Um, but the way that we're going to structure us looking at the set for the first time is through the mechanics. Yeah. Because we're going to learn a lot about the set and what it's up to through those mechanics. Okay. So we know already, right, that there are the four, five families. Five crime families. Five crime families. Yes. So this is a multicolor set, everybody, um, which we recently had in Cons of Tarkir. I should, shouldn't say recently. No, Cons of Tarkir was like kind of a long time ago. <laughs> what is time? <laughs> Nothing. Time doesn't, doesn't But that was exist. like the most recent, like this is a multicolored set and we're going this hard on it. This is a tri-color set. Tri-color set specifically. Yeah. Yes. Um, so... Because of that, there's five crime families. Each family is a series, is a group of tricolors, a shard. <laughs> that's what we used to call them, um, of colors, of three colors. And is led by a legendary creature who's the head of that crime family. And on Nuka yeah. Pena, all these crime families are fighting with each other because
because a halo, the substance that enhances magical properties, uh, is dwindling in supply. Yes. So what are they It's not do? a drug. No. It enhances your magical abilities. Right. Exactly. Gosh, couldn't be more different. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what else to tell you about the situation. So they're all like, we want to control halo distribution. And they're like, we want to control halo distribution. Yeah. By the way, halo comes from angels. Ooh, how? They're milked, I guess. <laughs> Maria! <laughs> That's not it. We're just going to go ahead and say that's not it. (laughs) They squeegee it off of them every night. It's like they sweat. They sweat Halo. Oh, sick. (laughs) (laughs) Check out some, you you doing some angel sweat tonight? Yeah, man. Bring it to the club. There's no way that you would not just call it angel sweat if that's what it was. (laughs) Angel (laughs) sweat. Angel sweat already sounds like slang for a drug. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm surprised it's not real. Oh my god! But now it makes sense why it's called Halo. It's what I'm gonna call my new brand of vodka. Angel sweat? Yeah. I am not drinking that. <laughs> that sounds like Hangover City in a bottle. I don't know why. Oh yeah, it is. It just does. <laughs> anyway, it comes from angels. They extract it in some manner, which I am unfamiliar with. <laughs> Look, you're gonna tell me that moonshine and angel sweat don't sound like the same thing <laughs> they kind of do that's what i'm saying oh jim's out back making some angel sweat in the john yeah exactly <laughs> in the john in the outhouse that's where you made your moonshine you know you're telling me that moonshine was Is toilet water <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> toilet hooch yes <laughs> I'm so glad Wizards has given us this segue because Toilet Hooch is also the name of my like less high end alcohol. Now that one, that one will kill you. (laughs) Be very careful. Oh my goodness. Anyways, where were we? Uh, The five crime families are fighting each other over Halo. All right. So as we talk about this mechanics, these mechanics, we'll talk a little bit about the family. Great. um, To which they are related so first up we've got obscura yes this is the white blue black family yes um and their mechanic is connive connive so this goes on creatures uh for instance ledger shredder one in a blue for a one three creature bird advisor flying whenever a player casts their second spell each turn ledger shredder connives a player just want to point that out oh Interesting. Wow. Doesn't have to be you. Mm-hmm. Draw a card, then discard a card. If you discarded a non-land card, put a plus one, plus one counter on this creature. I love it. Yeah. Great. Just doing some, you know, this bird is cooking the books. It's very simple and straightforward. It's like, yep, we've had cards that care about ha- casting your second spell a turn mm-hmm. a couple of sets ago. Mm-hmm. And now here we have some more. So maybe we're going to get some synergies between those two. Um, yeah. It's so straightforward. You get to draw a card. Everybody loves that. Discard something that's not a land. So something you care about a little bit more, most likely. And you'll get a benefit, which is the plus one, plus one counter. Yeah. You know, that... That bird, the the flavor text on this bird, no evidence, no crime. I mean, I can't disagree with the bird. That's yeah. that's how it works that in our legal system. That bird is now my legal advisor. <laughs> so the obscura it's are kind come, of. It's gonna come represent me in court. <laughs> this is your this is your lawyer. Yes, this is my bird. I'm Legislator Bird Lawyer. Yeah. I'm just a simple bird lawyer. I don't know anything about your ways. You humans run courts. I've got a nest and I sit on eggs all day. My client is innocent. I need to go back and sit on my babies. I'm firing the bird lawyer now. 
I fire the bird lawyer immediately. <laughs> oh my god, the obscure are like um, kind of cool. They're wizards and mystics. Yes, and they can see the future. Ooh, and they've all recently had the same premonition. But that's that's pretty cool. And yeah. is this the um, family that you feel most aligned with, Megan? You know, I like conniving. Yeah, it's, it seems like up your alley. Yeah, it does. It does feel pretty up my alley. I mean, we'll see. I'm not committing myself yet. All right, yet. don't commit yet. You know, I've got a lot of skills to offer. Okay, that's fair. And I had to already fire that bird lawyer because <laughs> he was bad at his job. Well, you know, he had a one kind of joke and he really went yeah. for it. And I don't, do you know what? When you hire a lawyer, make sure that what they have is a solid defense for you and not one good joke. <laughs> Sadly, I think that is not the case for many lawyers. <laughs> I base my career on one good joke. Uh, so the, the other thing about the crime families is the middle color in mm -hmm. their triad is the one that's predominant. Okay. So if you're like. So this is like Obscura blue. is the strongest blue aligned. Correct. All right. So if so you're like. Probably I am Obscura. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, if you're like, this is this card's doing something a little weird yeah. that this color normally doesn't. That's why. Oh. Okay, everybody. That's why. All right, next up are the maestros. Maestros. Maria, tell us about what the maestros are doing. I love the maestros. They're old world vampires, old money vampires. And mm -hmm. um, that is all you need to know because that sounds really cool. Um, <laughs> I love the maestros. Their, their mechanic is casualty. Mm -hmm. casualty. And they are blue, black, red. Blue, black, red. Um, so black will be their main color. Yeah. This card, a little chat named very very well one in a blue for an instant casualty one as you cast a spell you may sacrifice a creature with power one or greater when you do copy this spell and this spell says look at the top Ooh. two cards of your library put one of them into your hand and the other on the bottom of your library a very a very black like mechanic for sure sacrificing a thing sacrifice something get a benefit in the case of casualty it is copying the spell i put yeah. another one in here because it's not always going to be casualty one cut of the profits um, is X black black for a sorcery. This is a rare casualty three. So you've got to sacrifice a creature with power three or greater, which is not nothing, yeah. not nothing. Um, when you do copy the spell, you draw X cards and you lose X life. Yeah. We've talked to each other about what is going on in this art. I, this <laughs> man is, was made of gold and now he's being cut apart and his body made into gold. I, that's what it, it looks that is like. That's what it looks like. It is very creepy honestly this is super creepy like a whole bunch of people are holding him down and it looks like they're cutting his body into gold bars i mean man what a bod though <laughs> <laughs> if your body can be cut into gold bars congratulations baby are you a cut of the profits because <laughs> you look like you're made of solid gold <laughs> a cut of the profits sounds like a card from theros you know but profits, not oh, like profits. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Cut of the profits. So I love the maestros. They're on my short list of crime family to join. Okay. Um, next, we have the Riveteers, black, red, green. Yeah, primarily red for these Riveteers. They're kind of like the building makers yeah. on Nuka Penna. So they put up all the buildings and they might leave like one nail loose and then, oops, was there an accident? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, Maria, in my mind, they're like, you know, they're like union strong. Yeah. Well, that too. The Riveteers <laughs> union strong represent. But what if one of their things in their union is we've got to take somebody out? You know? Oh, so you think that they're taking people out via like a malfunctioning elevator. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. spooky. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I um, like their flavor. <laughs> their mechanic is Blitz. Yeah, Blitz. Um, 
is a mechanic that might remind you of a lot of past mechanics. Mm -hmm. It's on creatures, one in a red. If you cast a spell for its blitz cost, it gains haste, and when this creature dies, draw a card. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step is the case yeah. on Jaxus the Troublemaker. Yes, so this card is pretty cool. Also, um, this but Jaxus just looks like a real brawler. Um, badass. Totally badass. <laughs> I love Jaxus. Yeah. Uh, three and a red for a 2-3 legendary creature human warrior. Red tap discard a card. Create a token that's a copy of another target creature you control. It gains haste and when this creature dies, draw a card. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. Activate only as a sorcery. Wow. Yeah. This card is also super powerful. It's very cool. Jaxus is also a very powerful <laughs> human warrior. Jaxus Great job. All You're right. an excellent card, and you're specifically a thirst trap. Wizards, I see you. <laughs> um, Riveteers, Union Strong. Union you Strong. <laughs> nice. Union Strong. Yeah. Next up, the Cabaretti. Ooh, these are our fancy lion boys. Yes. <laughs> Red, green, white, green being the primary color here of the Cabaretti. They are the party druids. Yeah. They love throwing parties. And basically, you can come to their party. Everybody's welcome. Ooh. But, like, you can't leave until you <gasps> pledge allegiance. Uh-oh. To the Cabaretti. To the party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're like, this party's literally not going to stop until you give us what we want. Wow. So, come have a good time. But Party people to death? Yeah, exactly. You could party people someone to death as a member of the cabaretti yeah that's, you could that's pretty nice they're probably drinking your toilet water at this party too. <laughs> what um, did you call it toilet hooch thank you your toilet hooch i think you may no they seem fancy enough that they're gonna have <laughs> purchased some angel sweat <laughs> all right i'll have an, i'll have an angel sweat what would be in an angel sweat Ooh, um i feel like it's gotta be uh, feels like a gin drink yes, to me and it's that fancy purple empress gin oh it's empress gin it's yes. definitely got empress gin in it but uh, it's gotta color. have a salt rim <laughs> why because <laughs> there's sweat in the name oh, it's so gross <laughs> a salt rim on your gin drink this is like what happened when I asked Twitter uh, to make a drink based on the monkey card, uh, uh -huh. Simeon Sling, and the replies were, everything sounded awful. Wow. But You've I mean, all been roasted. I'm sorry if you thought they were good, but I'm very picky. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I think it also has like a little, like, um, like a little, like, lychee in there. Oh, that would I feel be like good. that would like make the visually, it would, it would work well. For the angel sweat. Like, I'm I'm going for kind of like an iridescent vibe. I think that would be very pretty. Yeah. Um, anyway. Their mechanic, being green aligned, is alliance. Yes. Alliance. Uh, alliance is, a me uh, can mean a lot of different things. It's always whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, it'll trigger alliance. Right. But the benefit that you get when that happens is different depending on the card. For instance, on Devilish Valet, uh, it, which has trample haste and is tuna red for a one three uh, alliance. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, double devilish valets power until end of turn. I love it. Collected nice. company. Also, look at this devil. Look at this. He's devil. great. He's like so business. He's wearing a little newsboy's cap. Yeah. And taking in somebody's. Yeah. And he looks like he just is like means business. He's like, uh, -uh don't mess with me. <laughs> Um, there's also Gala Greeters, one in a green fray, one, one alliance. Another, whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, choose one that hasn't been chosen this turn. Put a plus one, plus one counter on Gala Greeters, create a tapped treasure token, or you gain two life. 
Uh, I love this card. Yeah, great card. It's a really, really good card. It's a 1-1. And this is a box topper promo for Streets of New Capenna boxes. Um, and the cool thing they did with this this time is that they made different versions of Gallagher's for different regions, 11 different regions. Yeah. So there's 11 different art versions of this card, all based on a golden age from that region. Very cool. They are beautiful, everybody. Yeah, they're really gorgeous. Really, really pretty. Um, all right. Next up are the brokers, green, white, blue. So these are demonic lawyers, <laughs> which sounds like you don't need to say both of those words. I know. Uh, <laughs> Redundant much? But uh, we know some nice lawyers. <laughs> this is just very funny. Um, demonic lawyers. Yeah. Uh, so their mechanic is shield counters. Oh, Maria, tell me more about shield counters and how mad they're going to make me during draft. You're going to hate them. Uh, Okay, let's take a look at a card that gives shield counters to itself, obviously. Discipline Duelists is green, white, blue for a 2-1 double strike human citizen at Uncommon. Discipline Duelist enters the battlefield with a shield counter on it. If it would be dealt damage or destroyed, remove a shield counter from it instead. Wow. So it has one time hexproof. Wow. Unless you can up the shield counters on something, yeah. which you definitely can in this set because we're playing around with counters. Yeah. We're playing around Spooky. with different kinds of Spoo- counters. Key. Spoo. Give Key. it another kind of counter and you can yeah. just put a second shield counter on this. Rude. That's super rude. You're telling me that it keeps being defensible. Yeah. Defendable. Defensible. Yeah. yeah. All of the above. Wow. It keeps being mini hex. They must be good at their jobs. They're good defense attorneys. You better have some exile cards. In your hand. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Because shields aren't going to help you when you're getting exile. I wonder if there's going to be exile effects because of these. Oh my More gosh. Them? I would I imagine so. But we don't know yet. We don't know yet. All I know is that there are a lot of cards that um, people have been talking about. Oh, I'm going to put this in my pl- proliferate cube. Oh. So here you go. This is an example of why you'd want pr- proliferate cards in this set. Yeah. So those are the five crime families and their key mechanics. It's time to choose, Megan. Okay, Who I are you am, aligning yourself with? You know with? what? I I am Obscura. Obscura. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Maria, who are you? Well, this is so funny because the shield counters seems like something that I would be super into. Yes, as a Boggles player. As a Boggles player. You like them shields. I, I sure do. But I love the Cabaretti. You know I want to yeah, go to that party. You want you want the party. <laughs> I want to go to that party. Yes. I want to drink the angel sweat. You're starting out at angel sweat. By the end of the night, everyone's drinking toilet, toilet hooch. hooch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got to pick the cabaretti. But I yeah, I think Brokers is coming in oh, third after Maestros. Maestros is second. Okay. I love vampires so much, which makes me yeah. hope that there's a vampires deck that is going to come out into better existence because of this set. Yeah. Because we just had our vampire set. So, you know, yeah, get them together, get them together. So uh, that's not the only mechanics that we're going to see, by the way, in Streets of New Capenna. We also know that Hideaway is back. Hideaway. Hideaway is from Lorwyn block. Yeah. Um, It was on lands in Lorwyn. Yes. But now we are seeing it on some other stuff, including, for instance, enchantments yes wiretapping four and a blue for an enchantment with hideaway five what that means is when this enchantment enters the battlefield look at the top five cards of your library exile one face down then put the rest on the bottom in a random order 
Wiretapping says whenever you draw your first card during each of your draw steps, draw a card. Oh. Hot. <laughs> then if you have nine or more cards in hand, you may pay, play the exiled card without paying its mana cost. Cool. Very nice. I like that. Yeah. Great. I, I'm also, this is, would you just say this didn't have hideaway? Would you just play okay. this? Yes. <laughs> Yes. I knew the answer already before I even asked it. It's just gravy. It's just all gravy. Mm -hmm. I love how it's like whenever you draw your first card, draw a card. I'm like, wait, I yes. already am drawing a card. Oh, but do it again. <laughs> very nice. Uh, the wording's just funny to me. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. It's very flavorful to be on New Capenna having hideaway. Mm -hmm. uh, Maria. Yes. Vehicles, though. Vehicles also back in Streets of New Capenna. I love vehicles. Uh, we've got to see Mysterious Limousine. <laughs> Great. Which love is it. three white white for a 4-4 vehicle at rare. Whenever Mysterious Limousine enters the battlefield or attacks, exile up to one other target creature until Mysterious Limousine leaves the battlefield. Great. If a creature is put into exile this way, return each other card exiled with Mysterious Limousine to the battlefield under its owner's control. Crew Ooh, two. Interesting. Yes. So there's an exile effect for yeah. you. Yeah. And... Like you can just kind of like swappy swappy them. Yeah, swappy swappy. You who's in the limousine? You don't know. It always swappy swappy. <laughs> the, the windows are tinted. Exactly. That's why it's mysterious. People get in. People get out. Who are they? Who are they? Nobody knows. You can't see them for the flash of the flash bulbs the on the red carpet. Limousine. <laughs> yeah, I love it. There's also another vehicle called Getaway Car. Oh yeah. Um, which is very cute. Great. Um, so a plus so far with the flavor of Streets of New Capenna. Yeah, they're killing it. All right, Maria, there have been so many more previews. I know. We've seen so many cards already. If you're curious about the preview schedule, you can check it out on Daily MTG. Our preview, like I said, is tomorrow. Um, yeah. But there's been just a boatload already shown off. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the heads of these crime families. Yes, let's do. Uh, for instance... Falco Spara Pact Weaver. What a name. I know. Really, really great name. Um, Falco. <laughs> is I just want to say that I'm using my iPad here, which I don't always bring to the office. Uh -huh. And I just like went to the internet to go to Scryfall to look up these cards. What do you think the last thing I searched on here was? You'll never guess um, in a million years because I don't remember why I was searching this. <laughs> you searched... Um, stills of Merry and Pippin from, Lord of, from the Lord of the Rings filming. I would do that. Uh, but the correct answer is President Clinton dog. <laughs> I Did think, he have one? Yes. I was. Oh. I think I was trying to remember what the name of the dog was. Buddy. Buddy. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> I was just like looking at this and I'm like, what, what was this? Why did you search it? Who knows? Oh my god! Um, so Falco Spara is, of course, the head of the brokers. Uh, one green, white, blue for a three-three legendary creature, bird demon. Nice flying trample. When it enters the battlefield, uh, it has a shield counter on it. Classic. You may look at the top card of your library anytime. You may cast spells from the top of your library by removing a counter from a creature you control, in addition to paying their other costs. Wow, very nice. I love the uh, golden age treatment on this card too. Yeah. Um, beautiful. This falc this falcon could be my lawyer. I don't even care. He just looks so good. Do you don't even care what the quality of the defense is like? No. Okay. No, I just really like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also Zia Tora, the incinerator. 
Yikes. Uh, this is three black, red, green. So this is the Riveteers. Okay. Uh, leader. And uh, they are a three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they're the leader of the Riveteers. They are a legendary creature, demon dragon. A demon dragon. All six, right. Six flying. At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another creature. When you do, Zeatora the Incinerator deals damage equal to that creature's power to any target, and you create three treasure tokens. Yikes. Interesting. That is a strong card. Yeah. I've heard a lot of buzz about the Maestro's leader, Lord Xander the Collector. This is four blue, black, red. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a lot of mana for a 6 6. When Lord Xander, the collector, enters the battlefield, target opponent discards half the cards in their hand, rounded down. Rude. Whenever Lord Xander attacks, defending player mills half their library, rounded down. Whoa. Uh, okay. And when Lord Xander dies, target opponent sacrifices half the non land permanents they control, rounded down. <laughs> oh my God. Ouch. That card is rude. That card, not ha- half the non land permanents they control. Wow. Yikes. Rude. All you can do is hope to exile Lord Xander because otherwise yeah. you or are going to pay. never see him. Yeah. Or no, hopefully your opponent never casts Lord Xander. Milling half your library is no joke. All right. Maria, limited. listen here. What? Tell me that you cannot tell me that you are not in the cabaretti specifically because of Jetmere <laughs> Nexus of Rebels. I love Jetmere so much. You cannot tell me that that's not the entire reason you're here. I want to cosplay as Jetmere. One red, green, white for a 5-4 legendary creature cat demon. Nice. Creatures you control get plus one plus O oh, and have vigilance as long as you control three or more creatures. Great. Creatures you control also get plus one plus O oh, and have trample as long as you control six or more creatures. And creatures you control also get plus one plus O oh, and have double strike as long as you control nine or more creatures. I love this card. Wow. That's everything I want. Yeah, that's pretty great. It just it's like, hey, do you have creatures? Well, here's more. I I here's more bonuses. The more creatures you have, the more bonuses. I'm so curious as to which one of these ends up being playable in a constructed format. Yeah. That's my real question. Um, you know, something somebody like Lord Xander reminds me of like Nicol Bolas. The oh. you know, the Grixis Bolas. Yeah. Planeswalker. Um, anyway, it's just I'm just thinking about stuff. Just just thinking. Just thinking. Okay, Maria though. Story moment. Oh, story moment. Urabrask is here. Yes. uh, Urabrask is a Phyrexian. Yes. Praetor. He, a big spooky lad. Yep. Um, The heretic Praetor. Three red red for a four four haste. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. You may play it this turn. At the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, the next time they would draw a card this turn, instead they exile the top card of their library. They may play it this turn. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Interesting. So you get an extra and they just don't get to draw it. It goes into exile instead. So like they have to use it this turn. Otherwise else. they don't get it. That's right. Wow. Urabrask. You're a mean one, Mr. Urabrask. Yeah. He's um, also just made. I don't know what. He's just like made of fire. Sinew? And sinew. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, this was the card that at the in the preview video kind of arose out of a halo glass oh. in smoke. So spooky. Another Phyrexian clue dropped on, on her trail of breadcrumbs. Yeah, so we've now seen Vorinclex. Yep. On Call Time. Call Time. Jingataxius on 
the most recent place, Kamigawa. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Kamigawa. Wow, got there. And now Urobrask. So uh, they coming. So that's the three. There's also Shieldred. Yes, the Whispering Who we haven't one? seen somewhere. Where's Shieldred? Yeah. I'm scared and of Shieldred. And of course, Elish Norn. Elish Norn. Ooh, when Elish Norn comes back, that's going to be probably when the S hits the F. You know what I mean? <laughs> the sand hits the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is Elish, do you know, is Elish like in the, the Lord of the Praetors? I don't know. I just invented that in my head because Elish seems so cool. Yeah. Elish Norn definitely has big boss vibes. Yes. But, <laughs> That's one way to put it. But I don't it. know if she is. I don't know if she is or if she just have those, has those vibes. Because Shieldred also has like pretty big yes, boss vibes. Yes, I do love Shieldred. Right? Like we can all agree that the ones that we've seen so far are the three that do not have boss vibes. No, bo- no boss vibes. They're they're big. They're, they're big, spooky. They're but they are not. They are not bosses. <laughs> we actually tweeted out a poll. We were like, what is the scariest villain yeah. in magic? And we had the options of the Phyrexians. Oh, yeah. We had the option of um, Emrakul and various Eldrazi. And we had the option of Nicol Bolas. I think those were our three. Yeah. Um, and let's look. Let's take a look. I do remember that the Phyrexians won. Yeah, I remember the Phyrexians won. They absolutely won. did. By a landslide, Phyrexians taking 63.3% of the vote. Wow. Emrakul and the Eldrazis are next at 34 Point seven and poor poor Nicky B. No respect. No respect for Nicole Bolas in here. Two percent. Two percent. Everyone's like, whatever. <laughs> I promise you that if you came face to face with Bully, you would not be like, ah, ah, I mean, who's more yeah. scary than you? A Phyrexian. A Phyrexian. Hey, hey, you trying to are you trying to intimidate me? I do have to say though that egg on his head does go a long way in making him more cute than he probably That's wants true. to he, be. He needs to chill out about that. He's got to protect his little head egg. Okay, it's gonna hatch one day. Uh, did we talk about Rafine, the scheming seer? Um, no. This is the other crime family head. Uh, that is the Obscura, white, blue, black, one four. Sphinx demon. These are all demons, by the way, who have run these crime families. Natch. Flying. Ward one. <laughs> uh, whenever you attack, target attacking creature connives X, where X is the number of attacking creatures. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. So you could just like totally beef up a creature if you wanted to. Yeah. Just like, oh, I'm going to keep discarding stuff and putting counters on things. Pretty sweet. Interesting. So the deal with the Phyrexians on Streets of Nukapana, or Nukapana rather, uh-huh. <laughs> their plane is not named Streets of Nukapana. <laughs> Our plane, Streets of Nukapana. <laughs> is that Elspeth is there uh-huh. because she thinks this is her home world. The only She thinks that this is her home world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only information she has about what her home world could be is a memory of being in a Phyrexian prison. Yes. So she thinks that she goes back there and it's normal. Like people are hanging out, having a good time. It's a yeah. fun city. She's like, well, these people must have beat the Phyrexians then. Oh, so I need to find out why. How? Yeah. Why and how? Yeah. I think why is maybe self-explanatory. Hey, you didn't like having all those Phyrexians trying to complete everybody? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Why would you get rid of that? I'm sorry, your Sounds memory fun. is of being in a Phyrexian prison? Why did you want to get rid of that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, but Elspeth is here. This card is gorgeous and amazing. I can't get she over it. She looks incredible. 
Um, she, yeah, she looks amazing. Three white, white for a five loyalty legendary planeswalker, Elspeth. Plus one, choose up to one target creature, but a plus one, plus one counter and a counter from among flying first strike lifelink or vigilance. Look at more counters being handed out. Mm -hmm. Uh, minus three. Look at the top seven cards of your library. You may put a permanent card with mana value three or less from among them onto the battlefield with a shield counter on it. Wow. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Cool. And minus seven. Create five three three white angel creature tokens with flying. Ooh, great. Nice. This card's a plus. Yeah, I uh, love it. It's it's very very cool. Put her in the deck with the wanderer. Yeah. Speaking of people who are here, though, and oh, looking, yeah. great. looking um, great, everyone's here and everyone looks great doing. <laughs> um, oh, I want to speak to that really quick. Yeah. They said in the video, they were like, we're having so much fun with planeswalkers on these planes, dressing as if they're from these planes. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yes. I'm here for it. I've been loving it so more far. More quantum leap. <laughs> yes, more quantum it's leap. very quantum leap. You got you to gotta pretend to fit in. <laughs> Um, Will your next leap be home? <laughs> um, Nixilis the Adversary. Uh, this is one good. black red for a three loyalty. Loyal, loyalty. Well, wow, loyalty. Maybe yeah. I meant it. You meant it. Planeswalker. Casualty X. The copy isn't legendary and has starting loyalty X. So it, whatever, <sighs> if you want to sacrifice a creature, you can get a second um, Nixilis. With a different starting loyalty, which is really sick. Oh my gosh. Plus one, each opponent loses two life unless they discard a card. If you control a demon or devil, you gain two life. Minus two, create a one one red devil creature token with when this creature dies, it deals one damage to any target. And minus seven, target player draws seven cards and loses seven life. Does that remind you of anyone? Mm, yes. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of Obnixilis. Obnixilis. <laughs> Um, what's cool is you could play this and if you had a creature that ha had a power seven, you could immediately copy, ultimate the copy. Whoa. Boom. Whoa. So you've cast your three mana planeswalker. What? You've lost your creature with power seven. Probably a pretty big investment. But, but still. You just drew seven cards. Yeah. All right. You know? Pretty nice. Not too bad. Pretty nice. Should we talk about the other planeswalker on yes. this plane? Yeah. Who's helping out? Vivian. Yes. Vivian on the hunt. She's um, on the hunt for fashion. She, yeah. <laughs> She's wearing the best hat of all time. <laughs> she looks great. Again, everyone looks great. A plus. A plus fashion. Four green green for a four loyalty planeswalker. Plus two, you may sacrifice a creature. If you do, search your library for a creature card with mana value equal to one plus the sacrificed creature's mana value. Put it onto the battlefield and shuffle. Plus one, mill five cards, then put any number of creature cards milled this way into your hand. Weird. And minus one, create a four four green rhino warrior creature token. Ooh, nice. All right. That's a great rate. Five yeah. mana, you get a planeswalker and you get a four four rhino if you want. Yeah. And you only six lose mana. Oh, five. six mana, yeah. And you only use lose one loyalty. Yeah. <clears throat> That's pretty nice. That's a deal I'm here for. Two pluses, too. Yeah, two pluses. Two pluses. Okay. All right, Vivian. I see you. Yeah. Wow. Ugh. Look at her. Look at her little cape. I know. She's dressed like a sleuth. Yes. She looks amazing. She. I'd hire her as a Ugh. private investigator. Agreed. The art in this set, once again, props to everybody involved. It is so good. Outstanding. Yeah. Really. Especially outstanding. the the variants and even some cards. You know the the um. Uh, the gilded age style golden age style yeah 
I was just looking at Discipline Duelist, so I'd seen the original, and then yeah. I clicked on the Golden Age style, and it's just this beautiful cubist portrait. I just, yeah, I can't even, as the kids say. <laughs> I can't even. Um, yeah, there's so much great stuff going on. We'll talk more about it, of course, uh, next week on yes. our uh, as we continue our journey into New Capenna. Absolutely. I'm going to go Milk and Angel. Maria, no! <laughs> it is story time. Story time. We are wrapping up the magic story for Kamigawa so that we can head into the new Capenna story, which is already available. Yes. But if you're like, I don't want to spend time reading, I want to hear... Spend time want, hearing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to spend time hearing a recap that is mostly factual. <laughs> you know, we get as close I'm trying. as possible. I'm trying. You get the um, you get the essence of what is happening. Great, that's what I need. <laughs> okay, so yes, last episode, um, we remember like Tamio and Kato had walked right into a trap. Yes, in the lab, Jingatax's um, lab. Yes, and Jingatax and Tezzard are there and ambush them, um, and they're like, "We're gonna do." spooky bad science on oh you. yeah yeah science on them yeah we're gonna spooky they were, bad science you. they were bad sciencing some commies yes there. exactly but they were like what well, we actually want a bad science is a plants walker i and love that great. movie bad science <laughs> specifically bad science and the sequel bad science of planeswalker yeah. <laughs> okay they're like we want a bad science of planeswalker but luckily the emperor because of the reality chip that was stabilizing her spark can also see flashes into the lab and she sees this is about to happen yeah so with kyodai's help she planeswalks into the lab and is like okay fight just just fight really cuts open jingataxis oh yeah that's right with their sword big old big old stab stab and slice with a sword um and now like tamio is holding tezzeret using a um a spell that uh just like paralyzes him you know one of her scroll readings yeah while kato and the wanderer are like fighting all of jingataxis's little henchmen around the lab great and so finally they're like having you know they're having a real good party time they used to train together and now they're just like boom, oh boom, just boom. like good old times and good old times um fighting for your life Anyways, and then they defeat them all. Great. Uh, and then uh, it turns out that, right, Tezzeret can manipulate. We already knew he could yes. ma manipulate metal and technology with his mind. Yes. And so even though he's paralyzed, he's like starts manipulating the reality chip with his mind and almost that's, destabilizes the Wanderer spark. Again. That's like inside her. It's like it's like attached to her with its little jellyfish tentacles, right? Oh yeah, that's it's right. It's like little jellyfish tentacles are embedded in her. I was thinking it was like in her brain or something through no. surgery. No, it's just not attached to her arm. Okay. Um and he and he starts like manipulating it and she's like, "Oh no, it's destabilizing my spark again." And then um and then Kato telekinesis is a crate and knocks him out cold. Nice. Uh and then they're like, "Okay, but um What's her name? And all of the uh, people, all of the uprisers oh, are yeah. still over at the Imperial Palace. Yes. So we need to go over there because they're trying to get to Kyodai and they might murder Kyodai. Um, so we all have to go there. And they're like, what are we going to do with Tezzeret? And so they just take him with. Like his unconscious body. They take his, yes, they literally take his unconscious body with them. Um, and Tamio is like, how are we going to get there? It's very far away. We can't planeswalk with like Tezzeret with us. Um, and we can't walk there. It's going to take too long. And so she's like, oh, they take the reality chip off the wandering emperor and attach it to Tamio because it 
like uh it turns out that it enhances their abilities and so she's like okay using this i can telekinesis a whole like flying mech wow telekinesis this flying mech um with us and they're like okay great so they all get on this flying mech together and tamio telekinesis is it with her mind to fly to the imperial city holy cow but right as they're arriving there tezzeret wakes up and makes a commotion by like deploying all of kato's smoke bombs with his mind uh and so the the mech, hijinks it's a real hijinks, hijinks city um and so there's like a huge battle happening at the imperial compound where the uprisers are trying to get to kyodai um and then they they crash land and like everyone jumps free of the of the mech right before yeah. it crashes but that means tezra gets away the wanderer sees who what's her name the like the leader of the uprisers is like running through the battle to try to get to kyodai yeah and so the wanderer starts chasing her to be like no you don't and then tezzeret is chasing the wanderer because he thinks that the wanderer still has the reality chip oh, and then kato nice. and tamio are chasing tezzeret <laughs> so that he doesn't get the emperor is this the music in the background <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? they're all like running you can imagine they're all running across through this battle at the imperial compound uh, and then they like, I want to say what happened at some point, um, they like K- Kato like tackles Tezzeret yep. or like, I think he telekinesis is a statue into him <laughs> and better. hits him. Exactly. Even better. Um, and then like Tezzeret stops and they fight. Um, and Kato gets ri- like, has to shed all of his tech stuff, but luckily he's very good at hand to hand combat. Right. Yes. Um, because he was trained in it. So he's ticking, kicking Tezzeret's butt with his bare hands. Nice. Um, and then Tamio arrives, who was, remember was chasing them also. <laughs> um, and starts reading the paralysis scroll again, um, to stop Tezzeret. But then Tezzeret sees that Tamio has the reality chip in, oh. uh, embedded in her. Oh no. And so he manipulates the reality chip so that she, like, <gasps> she, you know, freaks out and can't do anything. And then he grabs Tamio, like, cuts open um, a portal with, because he has the planar portal thing on as part of his arm. Oh, yeah, that's the right. The planar bridge thing. So he, like, cuts open a portal between <sighs> planes, drags Tamio through, and it seals up behind them. <gasps> and they're gone. Right? Oh, Kato no. can't follow them, doesn't know where they've gone. Um Okay, back so in the creepy. but still in the Imperial Palace. Yes. Um. At this point, like the battle is turned in, the tide is turned in favor of the Imperials. Um. And at this point, it's just Risona is her name. Risona is the leader of the Uprisers. Um. And the Wanderer are doing battle. Um. And the Wanderer's like, I'm by I, the way, I'm the Emperor. Like I'm back. Exactly. You can stop. And Risona is like, no, the people deserve someone who didn't leave them for 10 years. And the Wanderer is like, I couldn't help it's it. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. And she's like, also, you think that they're going to trust you after you showed up in here and murdered a ton of people? You yeah. started a huge battle where tons of people died. Um, and anyways, the Wanderer is v- one of the best fighters just around. A- you know, in the multiverse nice. at this point. And so Rosona just keeps trying to attack and the Wanderer is just like, please ching, surrender. Ching, ching, ching. I don't want like, to kill I'm you. I'm not going to kill you. That's literally just what she's doing. She just like, Rosona keeps like running at her with her sword and the Wanderer keeps just being like, stop, please. And Rosona's like, I will never stop. And then Kato hits her with a rock and she's knocked out cold. <laughs> Kato's like getting a lot of people, knocking yes. a lot of people out with rocks and exactly. stuff in this episode. Kato's just like, that's, let's be done with this. <laughs> Um, and so like 
yay, the Imperial, like, the, the fight is yay. done. The Imperial Palace is saved. Um, but the Wanderer doesn't have the reality chip. And her spark was made unstable again when Tezzeret was messing with it. Yeah. So her spark is unstable and she's about to be pulled away to another plane and she just can't help it. Oh. Um, and she's really sad. And Kato is really sad. And Kyodai is really sad. And she's like, what the people need is stability. And so she officially makes Light Paws her, what's Emperor the word? Emperor in absentia. Yeah, essentially. Um, her proxy. That's okay. what they say. Like, you're my proxy. You're essentially emperor while I'm gone. Emperor it can't regent. Be here. Exactly. Um, and Lipaz is like, wow, okay. <laughs> we trust um, Lipaz with this. I, you know? you know, I don't know. I think it's a questionable decision, but here we are. Okay. Anyways, and Lipaz is like, great, <laughs> cool. I take the job. <laughs> um, great. And then cool. it's very sad because. You know, the... Is um, she, like, getting pulled away? Yeah, she just... Eventually, she just... And then she disappears. And everybody's sad about it. Um, That is And she's sad sad about it, too. She's quantum leaping. I know. Um, They go back to the compound. Jingataxius isn't there. They're like, oh, Tezzeret must have also cut a planar bridge hole there and pulled him through. So he's probably still alive. If he was dead, they just would have left him. Um, so they're out there somewhere in the multiverse. And so Kato is saying goodbye to his sister because he's like, gotta go keep looking. Oh, you know, now wow. I have to, he's like, now I have to go find Tamio because I don't know where Tezzeret took Tamio. I was going to say, if he wants to find the emperor, he could just sit still. Cause she'll, <laughs> who knows? Exactly. She has to, she, yeah, you're just as likely to find her by <laughs> staying in one place as by trying to jump and intersect her. Indeed. Anyways. But so he jumps around. Uh, he's like, I'm leaving. I'm going to go jump around looking for the Tamio. Um, he says goodbye to Nashi and is like, don't worry. I'm going to try and find your mom. Um, and Nashi is like, when I'm an adult, I'll also try looking for her. And Kato like, is like, that's a nice sentiment, Very but you cute. can't planeswalk. So <laughs> bye, sucker. So fat chance, but bye. <laughs> he's like, okay, yep, I'll see you. You know, don't worry. Um, anyways, and then he takes off. And then we have the epilogue. Mm. Where Jingataxius is like, arise, first of the Phyrexian Planeswalkers. And it's Tamio. I just got actual chills. Tamio is a a Phyrexianized Planeswalker. Um, All of her texts are now in Phyrexian. And she can read it. And she feels... Can other people read it? Can the Phyrexians read it and do her texts? I don't... I mean, it's just like her her power, right? Okay. It's always been her, her ability. And she looks at him, right? And she's all like part, she's like metal and all that I'm spooky all stuff. She's spooky. Um, she's like, Phyrexia is my new home. I am part of Phyrexia. Phyrexia is my family. I will protect my family at all costs with all of my loyalty. Tezzeret is there and Jingataxius is like, where have you been? And Tezzeret's like, it's hard for me to use the planar bridge, chump. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see you out here planar bridging. Exactly. (laughs) It's tiring. Exactly. And Tamio's like, you don't like me. And Tezzeret's like, whatever. I don't. (laughs) And Tamio's like, wonder what that's about. And you're like, oh, it's probably because Tezzeret keeps doing all of these things for people. He wants to be completed, but he 
like they're making Phyrexianized planeswalker and Tezzeret's like, I've been Do doing your next. dirty work Do me next. and you won't turn me. Oh, he wants to and be turned. So he's like kind of jealous of Tamio is the vibe that you're getting wow, over here. Oh, that's messed up. He's like, make me spooky. But they're like, no, Tamio first and other ones later. Mm-hmm. Um, keep doing our bidding, little puppet. Yeah. Anyways, and then Tamio has always had these ironbound scrolls, right, that she's never used because they're too powerful and could destroy a lot of things things Uh-oh. but then she picks them up and she's like if this is what it would take to keep phyrexia safe i would do anything to keep my family safe <sighs> give me back my son yeah uh wow so, and then yeah and then jingataxius is like someone tell elish norn that i did it and she's a sucker for thinking i couldn't <laughs> which wow. isn't exactly it but it is pretty close to what jingataxius says this is very scary. Very spooky. I, I am honestly very sad for Tamio. So am I. It very sad. It's very sad, but that's just like such a testament to the creation of her as a character that I we know. care so much when she gets completed, you know, so good job. Tamio. We're sorry, Tamio. We're sorry you're complete. Maybe she'll be, you know, uncompleted in the future and live her life like seven of nine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Definitely a possibility. You know, career that spans longer than just Voyager now with Picard. Seasons one, two plus more. Spoiler alert, seven of nine. I was going to say seven of nine is in those? Yeah, she is. (laughs) Wow. Well, there you go. That was a good story. The conclusion. Yeah. I'm, you know, it was a very... It was a very bittersweet ending. Yeah, I like that. I like that we got to see Cato and the Emperor reunite, but then also the Emperor was like, nope, gotta go. Yeah. Can't help it. It was very cinematic, that yes, last chapter. it was very chapter cinematic. Especially. Um, yeah. And then Tamio is like, I've, I'm Phyrexian now. These are my family. Wow. These are my people. Well, good job spook- on Kamigawa. Big spookums. The Undynasty story for giving us <laughs> big spookums. <laughs> Hey everybody, we have another sponsor to thank, which is the always wonderful Ultra Pro. Yay, Ultra Pro. Um, and right now you can use the code SPRING for 10% off. Yeah, special products on sale on Ultra Pro's website. Uh, use the code SPRING for 10% off. Um, if the products you want aren't included in that sale, you can always use the code GLHF. That gets you 5% off. Oh yeah, off anything. Doesn't off even have to anything. be special SPRING. Yeah, we... We're here for you. We're here for you no matter the sale. Yeah. But whatever you want to kind of freshen up your game life, spring cleanings here. Give yourself some new fresh magic gear when you're heading back out to the LGS world, the return of paper play, you know. Go go on. Go on. Go (laughs) on out there. What do you want for your new spring? Have a good time. Refresh magic life, Megan. Ooh. This is a a wish scenario. So you, whatever you're like, this is what I... I'm into. I want one of the beautiful magnetic deck boxes. Oh yeah, those are so nice. They're really nice. They unfold. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Um. Yeah, and they have the embossed image on the inside. Yeah. Great. Oh, they're so. They're good. all gorgeous. I want a boom box deck box. Yeah. Okay, that's a pretty I love good. Those, those are my favorite thing. We choice. have one here on our set. Yeah. Because we love it so much. Uh, I reached it. There it is. Yes. You can play your tunes. Love him. While you play your games. Ultra Pro. They've thought of everything. Ultra Pro. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. But tomorrow, which is Wednesday, yep. you will get to see our preview card. Yes. So make sure that you're checking it out. Yeah, check it out. YouTube.com slash good luck high five. 
for that in all of our videos. If you only listen on audio, every podcast is done in video form. This is a PSA yeah. um, where we put up card images, deck list images when we're talking about what we're mentioning on the show. So if you're somebody who wants to see that kind of stuff while you're listening along, you can always check out our YouTube channel. Please subscribe and ring the bell for notifications. That helps you actually see our stuff in your feed. Um, otherwise, it might really get buried. So uh, if that's how you like to consume your content, we've got it there for you. We do all this stuff at no charge to you. Totally free check it out on our website. And if you'd like to support us doing that for you, you can become a member of our show over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Um, thank you to card kingdom. Thank you to ultra pro for being incredible sponsors. And I'm so excited for streets of new Capenna. You know, what's coming up, Megan, what <laughs> the pre-release in our judge Rob episode. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Wow. Well, time to take kick up our feet. We're done with the episode. Drink some toilet hooch. <laughs> <laughs>